Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thanks so much for joining me. Once again, beginning of a new work week on this chapter day journey, which finds us in Genesis 19. It was verse 26 that resonated with me this morning. It says, but Lot's wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt. Today's podcast is entitled, Warning Signs and U-Turns. Now, today's chapter is controversial for more than one reason, largely because it contains references to homosexuality, misogyny, and incest. Now, all of these topics are worthy of a deeper dive into the text, the context, and the subtext. But for the purposes of this devotional chapter day trek, I found myself pulling back from a focus on the deep weeds in order to get a handle on the larger picture of the spiritual forest. Now, a few chapters ago, Abraham humbly gave his nephew Lot the choice of settling anywhere he wanted to, and Lot chose what appeared to be the greener grass of the Jordan Plain, despite the fact that the nearby towns of Sodom and Gomorrah had reputations, kind of like that of Las Vegas in our own day, and arguably even worse. What happens in Sodom and Gomorrah stays in Sodom and Gomorrah. You get the idea. In the previous chapter, the divine visitors tell Abraham that they're going to destroy the cities because of their wickedness and the outcry of people against them. Abraham barters with God to spare the cities if there are just 10 righteous people living there. And while Abraham does not name his nephew and family, the number of Lot and his direct family, including betrothed sons-in-law, maybe a couple of servants, is 10. In today's chapter, Lot and his family are spared, though they are given a threefold instruction for escaping the destruction that is to come. Flee to the mountains, don't look back, and whatever you do, don't stop. Well, Lot's wife disobeys. Now, the Hebrew word used in the text is translated look. She looked back. But a careful reading of the text implies that she chose to literally make a U-turn and return for some reason, while Lot and his daughters had made it safely to the town of Zoar. Archaeological excavations in the area support the history of some kind of cataclysmic burning in the region, by the way. A violent earthquake could easily have ignited the deposits of sulfur in the area just recently. A team of scientists have concluded that there was a meteor strike that may have ignited the entire Jordan Plain. But in the quiet this morning, I find myself contemplating two overarching spiritual lessons that I excavated from the story. First, Lot chose to settle in the land of Sodom and Gomorrah because it promised to be the best land for his livestock even though he knew that he would be required to deal locally at Sodom and Gomorrah, towns with the reputation of being wicked places. I found myself asking, have I ever made decisions that appeared a benign choice on the surface of things while ignoring the warning signs that I should have heeded only to have circumstances tragically turn against me? The answer for me 
is yes. How about you? Second, Lot's wife chose to turn back after being warned not to do so. And I couldn't help but think that Jesus' core message was that of repentance. Repent, for the kingdom of God is near. Repent, be baptized, follow me. Now, repentance literally means to turn around and proceed in the opposite direction. Along the way, Jesus met a would-be follower who told Jesus that first he needed to go back to his family and say goodbye. And Jesus replied, quote, No one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back, like Light's wife, <laughs> is fit for service in the kingdom of God. End quote. The spiritual principle is the same as that of Lot's wife. Turn away from what is evil, cling to the good direction where God is leading, and don't go back there. So as I launch into another work week, these lessons are resonating in me. I find myself asking three questions. One, where am I headed? Am I on a wise and spiritually healthy course? Two, are there any warning signs that I should heed as I proceed on this path that I'm on? And three, are there any temptations to abandon course and make a U-turn, returning to foolish and spiritually destructive ways and places? Good questions think about as we head out. Have a great week, my friend. Thanks for joining me on the journey.